Does being the best really matter that much? Does the number one in your town really do that much better than the number two? I'm Chris Cooper, and you know that I like to have numbers and facts and data. I don't just like to guess. And so while a lot of us always want to say we're the best because it feels great to be the best, and we always want to believe that we are the best to satisfy our own ego, the truth is that there is tremendous value in being the best. Hey, entrepreneurs, are you working hard but barely seeing any growth? And if you do see growth, is it taking way longer than you would like? If you feel like no matter how hard you work, you always hit a ceiling when you're trying to scale, business is good is going to help you break through fast. I'm your host, Chris Cooper. I've been able to grow a 200-word daily blog into a $20 million worldwide business. I've actually done it, and I'm sharing my personal stories and details of how you can too. The key was to use simple models to grow fast and then teaching those models to others to help them scale too. On this show, I'm going to share those exact models with you. So let's dive in. Way more than being second best. In fact, the value of being the best is about 10 times the value of being second best. And today I'm going to tell you why. There's really three big reasons. The first is exponential value. I'm going to explain that in a moment. The second is ascension value. I'll explain that too. And the third is why the best is subjective and why that is great news for you. We all want to be the best. We want to go to sleep at night thinking we are the best and just having that self-satisfaction. But the reality is there is very good reason to strive to always be the best because being the best is worth 10 times more than being second best. First, I want to talk about the the exponential value of being the best. Being good at your craft has incremental value. That means you will gain a client one at a time. One client will tell one friend. Um, you People will wander in off the street one at a time. People will be attracted to your brand one at a time. People will look at your reviews and they won't see any bad ones. And so they'll come in and sign up one at a time. You will grow incrementally, one person at a time. But being the best has exponential value. That means that your clients will recruit other clients from other gyms or other bakeries or other dental practices. Your marketing will have exponential effect because the people that you attract will attract other people. Another reason that being the best is exponentially better than being second best is the compounding value of time. Even your best clients might decide to see what else is out there. They might take a break from you as a hairdresser or go try a different dentist for three months. But the best clients will come back. And this is why you have compounding value over time. Every business gains clients and loses clients, but the best businesses gain clients, loses them, and then gets them back. If you're the best and your clients leave, they will experience the second best, the third best, and realize that they are no longer getting the best experience, and then they will come back unless you put barriers in a way to stop them from doing so. And so over time, you get this compounding effect of new clients in the door, current clients staying, and returning clients also coming back too. 
And the third reason that being the best has exponential value along a, a long enough timeline is that some people are just not ready to be your best clients yet. That means that they might need to experience an, a service with somebody else to start. They might be attracted to somebody else. They might be uh, in for somebody else's low price to sample that food before they try your food. If you are the lowest priced Indian restaurant in town, you're going to attract people who want to try Indian food for the first time, but you will not attract the connoisseur. The connoisseur will come to see you first, but as they grow to love Indian food, they will eventually seek out the best. And that leads me to the second reason that being the best is exponentially better than being second best, and that is ascension value. When people are attracted to your service, your job is to get them to love it. But if you're not the best at your service in town, you will teach people to love your competition. They will find your CrossFit gym. They will learn to love CrossFit. And then the best will look for the best CrossFit experience and they will go to the best CrossFit gym in town. And if that is not you, then you are essentially running an on-ramp for the other gym. Ascension value means that if you are the best, your competitors will ascend their best clients to you eventually because best finds best. They will ascend to you. Now, some clients are not ready for your product yet. They want to try it first. They, they want to play with the cheap golf clubs just to see if they like golf. They don't want to buy the expensive hockey stick until they know their kid's going to love hockey. And that's fine. But eventually, if they love it, they will find you instead of sticking with what they have. And if you're the best, the best will find you because best finds best. This brings me to point number three, that the best is subjective. And this is actually great news for you. Because what this means is that many people can be the best. I am the best gym in town for a certain clientele. I am not the best gym in town if you're a powerlifter who wants to spend three hours in the gym on a very fixed budget. I am not the best gym in town if you really love spin class because I don't have a spin class. I am not the best gym in town if you want to do um, swimming. I don't have a pool. However, if you want one-on-one -on -one attention and coaching to reach your weight loss goals, I am the best gym in town. I'm comfortable saying that because the best is subjective. And so you don't have to be the best to everyone at everything all the time. You just have to be the best for the best clients for you right now. So I'm going to tell you exactly how to identify how to be the best to the people that matter to you in one moment. But first, I just want to recap. Being the best is 10 times better than being the second best. You'll have a 10-fold business because of exponential value. You'll have the compounding benefit of time. You'll have clients who go to try the new thing, but they always come back. You'll have the best clients from the other gym, which is called Ascension Value, okay? Or from the other donut shop. People will fall in love with donuts and then find their way to you. People will find they will fall in love with uh, glassworks, artworks, and then they will find their way to you. They will fall in love with buying fresh vegetables straight from the farm, and then they will find their way to you if you are the best, because being the best also has Ascension Value. 
But the third thing is that being the best is subjective. And now I want to tell you how to be the best to the people who are the best to you. And this is a strategy called the pumpkin plan that came from Mike Michalowicz. The first thing that you have to do is identify your best clients. So Mike gave people this super duper simple exercise called the pumpkin plan. And what you do is you draw a vertical line on a piece of paper. You can literally do this on a sticky note. That's what I've got here. Vertical line at the top of one side of the paper, the left column, you're going to draw a smiley face. The top of the right side, you're going to draw a dollar sign. And now what you're going to do is make two lists. Okay, here we go. Smiley face, dollar sign. Underneath the smiley face, you're going to make a list of the clients who light you up, who feed you energy, who show up to your business, your hair salon with batteries included, and in fact, everybody around them with more energy. And suddenly everybody in the salon is happier. They have more energy. They're excited to be there. Make a list of those people. And then under the dollar sign on the other side of the page, you're going to make a list of your best customers by revenue. The people who come the most often, the people who spend the most money, who bring their dog, who bring their kid, who bring in their spouse. List those people under the dollar sign. Then you're going to compare your two lists, the happy list and the money list, and you're going to see which names appear on both. The people whose name appears on both lists are your best clients. These are the people who feed you energy, the people you love to see walk into the dental office because they make everybody else happy, the people who never complain about the cost of their dentures, the people who pay their bills on time. These are your best clients. You want to build your business around them. And if you want to be the best, all you have to do is build a client-centric business. The first step is you identify these best clients and you take them out for coffee or lunch or whatever. And you say, what attracted you to my business in the first place? And then you say something like, what else did you try before you found me? Because you want to find out what you should never do to keep these people. What repels them, in other words, what turns them off? And finally, you want to ask them, what are the other biggest challenges in your life? Because you want to find out how you can serve them more. So for example, if you run a daycare and you have four families who you just love, their kids are so well-behaved, they make all the other kids behave, they, they have their nap on time, they never complain about the food, they clean up their own mess, and they come most often, they're a great client, and you take the parents out for coffee and you say, you know, what, what led you to my daycare? And they'll say, well, we tried a few others, but your daycare just seemed bright, it was well-lit, there's healthy snacks. The kids just seemed happier. There's small class sizes. And you, you write those things down. Those are your strengths. Those are the things that you do to appeal to the best clients. Those are the things that you do that make you the best. Those are the things that will make you a 10x business compared to everybody else. Next, you say, what have you seen or what have you tried before that you didn't like? And the parents of your daycare would say something like, ah, oh, you know, we went to this other daycare, but they would pack 20 kids in one classroom. Or we went to this other daycare, but they wouldn't let us pick up our kids late when we were running behind. Or we went to this other daycare and they really just kind of fed the kids garbage all day. And so when we picked the kids up, they were tired at the end of the day and they were crashing from the sugar they'd had at lunch. And what this tells you is, as you're evolving your business, these are the steps that you shouldn't take because these are the things that make you less than the best. These are the things that drag you down into second place. 
where there's only incremental gain to be had and not exponential. And then finally, you say, what are the other big problems in your life that you're trying to solve outside of daycare? And so maybe the parent says, well, you know, dinner time. I mean, you know, I pick the three kids up at daycare. It's 4.30. Their evening activities start at 6. I don't have time to go home, shop for groceries on the way, you know, cook a healthy supper, keep them calmed down and occupied while I'm making it, get them fed, get them dressed for their sport and, and get them there on time. And so you might see an opportunity to serve the parent better by having takeout available. You know, if, if your daycare makes meals for the kids, why wouldn't you make meals for the whole family that they can take with them when they pick up the kids? Or why wouldn't you offer a service where each family can keep a locker where the kid can get changed into dry clothes before they go home? Or why wouldn't you offer a late pickup service or an early pickup service or whatever that is? Why wouldn't you offer tutoring so that the older kids can get off the bus at your daycare and, and work on their homework and then the parent just has to make one stop on the way home? Why wouldn't you offer pre-orders for groceries? All of these things. And these are things that will make you even better. They will create a bigger moat between you, the best, and the second best who's still fighting with the third and the fourth and the fifth best in town. These are the things that will create exponential growth for you over time that will attract the best clients from the other competitive daycares to your daycare because best finds best. These are the things that will bring people back if they leave you because they miss them and you'll get exponential compounding value over time. And the most important part is that you will serve only the best clients. There is exponential value in being the best. It is 10 times better to be the best than to be the second best. And this is why. If you do one thing after you listen to this episode, do the pumpkin plan on your business. Find your best clients. Find how you can erode their trust in you and also find how you can serve them more. Focus on being the best to the people that you care about and you won't worry about anybody else. I hope it helps. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I had a great time recording this episode for you, and I hope that you took away a model that you can use today. Hopefully, you got a lot of valuable takeaways that will inspire you to take action and see new results in your business. Don't forget to take 30 seconds to subscribe, rate, and review the show. That's the best way to show your support and help us get the word out. And if you'd like to connect with me, you can find me at businessisgood.com.